A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everybody. We are back. It is the Long Run Podcast with uh, through the Forty Runs Running Community. Welcome along, everybody. What's going on this weekend? What's happening, Chris? There's a little race in London, apparently. Is there? And what I'm interested to know from everybody: is there any other races going on? I know Dawn is going on. Is there anything else anywhere else in the country around the world? That's going on this weekend. Forget London Marathon. All right, we're going to talk about it. But is there any, what other events apart from Park Run are you doing this weekend? Because apparently there's a little jog around London on Sunday. But apart from that, I'd be interested to know what everyone else is up to. And we, oh, sorry, Wilco. Happy birthday, Karen Lumley. Uh, happy birthday, Karen. Yeah. What are you drinking? on Facebook. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking she's about eight cans in now, so uh, she'll be having a whale of a time. And <laughs> um, just what you said about um, other roasts, just want to wish my niece all the best. She's doing the uh, Bournemouth half on Sunday. Oh, there we go. That's another one. So there we go. That's happening. Thanks ever so much for coming along. Toby's here. No Alan this week, though. Chris, no, um, it's it's a big night in the home. Uh, it's bingo night. So Alan has uh, sacked us off for bingo tonight. It is concerning. I've don't worry. I've emailed Richard Head. There is vegan snacks available apparently tonight with the sherry. Yeah, chips. Yeah, chips. So he's going to be eating chips, drinking sherry, and what is it? Uh, two little ducks and all that. He says. Yeah, um, Maggie, number ten, Maggie's day and all that business. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. well on top of for that. His, um, for the bingo, he loves it. He loves a bit of bingo. Does Al? Bless him. Yeah. So his eyes down for a full house at the home for Al tonight. So he can't be with us. But a man who can be with us. Is Mr. Billy Jackson who's turned who's rocked up? Oi, oi. Thanks for How having are you, guys. Sir? How you doing, mate? I'm all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, we're plodding along, you know. We're still rattling on. We're the second most listened to uh, running podcast in Slovakia, so we're tearing it up there. I hope you're, you've been enjoying what we've been doing, and um it's all to and what you've been up to. Not a lot, mate. Working and rolling around with bad back. Oh, dear. So tell us a story about that, mate. So uh, back in January, me and the captain was marathon training. We was at the top of our game. Um, and within a week, he got an injury. He'd done his, uh, I think it was ankle or his knee. Uh, about a week later, I'd done my back. I've got a slip disc and it keeps oh. popping itself back out. So I've got to have a little while off. So uh, are you managing to uh, tick along? Are you managing to keep yourself active, mate? Yeah, I do. I do a little bit on the peloton. Um Nowhere near as much as I used to because my work through COVID just went absolutely mental. Um, but I do a bit when I can. Right. So, um, yeah, you're trying to keep busy then. And uh, it's um, are, you, are you missing the um, – obviously, we've had the um, the lockdown and everything and things are starting to rev up again. It must be a particularly hard time to be sat on the bench. 
Oh, yeah, I've, I've been off social media this week because I don't know about any races that are happening. Um, I've just <laughs> gone off the planet, so I don't know what's happening this weekend. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, it's probably best, mate. Probably keep it low profile. And uh, if I was you, yeah, wind down. Cut, turn, your, turn your volume down for the next 55 minutes or so because uh, <laughs> there's going to be plenty of chat. I mean, these two other clowns, they'll be uh, tripping around um, London. Um, they'll be doing it for And how are you feeling? I'm going to ask Toby how he's feeling. Get an honest appraisal. Um, am I feeling stressed? Yeah. I tell you what, he's stressed because we've just realised that we're not streaming live on Facebook. It, he's had one. He has one job, right? Tobe does one job, so we're not we're not live into the uh, all the Facebook pages. We're only live on YouTube at the moment. So all the Facebook people, and we love you. Uh, we do. This to, is nothing personal. Yeah, it's nothing personal. You'll have to watch this back. What we could do, boys, we could re we could remake this even better. Right, and then give it back to Facebook, and they'll be like, "This is incredible." We could patch it up. We could like make it. We could make it ourselves look really, really good. Right? Do you think this would um, tip the balance in the Slovakia listening charts? Yeah, I've, like I said, I, I'm just. Um, they're going to absolutely love. I'll, I've just had a message for Mrs. Fulltoe that apparently we they're waiting on Facebook for us, but we've not we've not done so. Whatever you've done, you've mucked it right up. I've been that's a busy week. So busy week. All I can conclude is that Al goes and plays bingo and it all goes Pete Tom. So Ty, what do you want to do? You've got a choice. You can either restart it or we carry on and we re- we chuck it back out into uh, Facebook later. But all the or people we, are gonna be what asking. About we, we put the YouTube link in the Facebook groups. People can then log yeah. on to YouTube. Now see that's, that's what I'm the producer. That's do that Tobe. Right, crack on then. Yeah. Yeah, so you not just talk about some nice we, stuff. We talk about amongst I'll ourselves, shall we? Yeah. So anybody who's listening to the podcast, they ain't got a clue what's going on. Right, so podcasters, you beautiful people. And by the way, we love you. Um, what's currently happening is basically Toby has just been eating katsu curry all week and he's not done his job and set it up. Because we set this live stream up every week to go into the YouTube and Facebook world that we exist in. And what Toby's managed to do this week is basically cock it up. So he's now posting into the Facebook groups about um, YouTube. So you'll have to bear with us this week on the podcast. But if you're listening on the podcast, you probably don't care, do they, Wilco? No. I wouldn't They're care. Here for Billy. They're not here for anything else. They want the bands. They want the yeah. chat. <laughs> they want our amazing personality to it's accompany the them on their long run as they're trudging along that road or by the river or through that field or wherever they happen to be. Or even, hey, they could be going over, they could be going over Tower Bridge. They could be smashing it. They could be 12 miles in. They think, I'll tell you what I need to push me on for the second half. I'll put the boys on. And they've yeah. switched their headphones on and they're away. The loose women of the podcast world. Yeah, indeed. Not our words. Your no, words. that's true. But we should say to uh, hello to our, our friends on, on YouTube. who watch it. So we've got Penny. We've yeah. got John. We've got uh, Posties on. We've got that running guy, Chris. Uh, Richard's on. So we've got we've got the people on the um, YouTube. Toby hasn't managed to alienate the YouTubers. He's just managed to alienate everybody on Facebook. So yeah, I think personally, if I was Toby, I'd actually write an apology to everybody if it was personally self delivered. Yeah. I think it's only the right thing to do, don't you, Toby? What's your email address, Chris? Um, uh, I can't put it up. At the Bill, do you know what the email address is? <laughs> no, I know. The email address is. About this was a lot of people emailed me about a trip to Vegas. Oh, well, it's funny you should mention that. We will get on to that later. Oh, is that later on, isn't it? Yeah. That is later on about the the trip to Vegas. But I think, well, look, the guys in the Facebook will probably end up having to watch this, but I think we should probably start talking a little bit about London. Shall we, Wilco? Shall we get into that a little bit? let's do that. We've got got links into the Facebook groups now, so they can all come and join us on YouTube. Okay. We can only do our best. Yeah, we can. You know, Toby's made a hash up of it. We'll try and do our best through this, and okay. we can only apologise on his behalf, really. So what we thought we'd do, gents, ladies and gents, is that we would um, we would talk about Marathon Day and what people might be able to expect sort of like all the way through, well, the whole way through the week, really, because I'm sure some of you are competing. You've already been down to the expo and you've picked up your – you've dropped your bag off and you've picked up your uh, number and everything oh, like that. Yeah. So um, we'll take it through it and we'll, go, we'll try and go all the way through – and what sort of um, what sort of things that might happen along the way, and um, how you can cope, and the good things to look out for, and stuff like that. Billy, you've done London, haven't you, mate? What was your experience? 
Yeah, I was lucky enough to do London twice. Um, oh, it's, this is one of the best days you'll ever have if you've never done it before. It really is. I, I personally think it's the best race in the world. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. The, the supporters, the whole route, it's just absolutely amazing. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to. I'm not going. I won't be there, unfortunately. But, um, Chris, Toby, you're there. Now, you've already been down to the expo. Oh, yeah. Picked up your stuff. Now, do you want to get your rant out of the way now? Should we crack up and have I mean, if you've not seen if you've not seen the vlog, it was quite I actually thought so, to be fair, uh my vlog was kind of quite tongue in cheek and tame because I was absolutely spitting blood about what I had to do on Wednesday. Well, firstly, if you ever go gonna go to the expo, right? Maybe you're doing London next year, you you deferred. Go on the first day, people, when it's quiet. But this this complete nonsense that they came out with that we've got to reduce touch points, right? Now, figure this out for me. I mean, I'm only going to talk about this for two seconds and then we're going to move on to more private things. But I got on it. I went through Broxbourne Station, right? I had to pay for my thing, got onto a train, got off the train, walked through Liverpool Street Station, used the facilities, exited there. When, where did we then go to? No, Stratford, sorry. Then then uh, went, got on a DLR. So I walked about the DLR for a bit, touched a load of things there, breathed in a load of COVID. Then I got on the new DLR train, sat there and breathed in more COVID and touched things. I then got off of that at the XL, walked up the stairs, touched some other stuff, walked into the XL, breathed in more COVID, walked down to the first hall where nobody was wearing masks. Now, I know it's not you, it's not legal requirement, but nobody from London Marathon events, including the race director, was wearing a mask. Walked in, gave my bag over to some amazing volunteers who were doing it of their own skin, so thank you very much to them. None of them were wearing masks. None of them were wearing any PPE, gloves, anything. Gave it to them indoors, breathed some more COVID in, left that hall, walked out, got a coffee, more touch points, Went down to the next one, showed some more stuff. Got the bloke security almost kissed me when he was looking at my phone, sucked in some more COVID. Then went in, gave it to some people who also didn't have any form of PPE on. Not that, again, it's a requirement. Gave them some stuff, loads of touch. Took two people to um, put some holes in a number. Well done. That was good. Walked around the expo that had nothing in it, breathed some more COVID in. Left, got on a DLR, touched some stuff. Got on a train, touched some more stuff, got home. So my point is, what's got more touch points? That or me getting on the train and giving a bag outside to somebody on a truck? So it was a, it, it was a bit of an issue as well then for you that you had to go through all this and nothing was nothing really stood out as being anti-COVID or anything like yeah, that. No, I mean, if no, everybody had been no, masked up and everything, then you would have perhaps understood it, but it seemed like you would just carry on as normal. Yeah, it, it, it just, it, it, it was a complete, one, it was a waste of time. I think next year, it wouldn't surprise me that they make us do it again, I'll be honest. I'd be love to know what people think. I reckon this could be the new norm, the way they did it. But it was just the fact that I, I get why they're trying to do it. Right? And, and again, I really appreciate I, that, I, I'm, I know I rant and rave, but I really do appreciate the efforts people have gone through to get this race on, okay, for us this year. I can't emphasise that enough. But to take to do that when they've sent out the virtual numbers, right, and bags, and then make you go inside where there is really no interest in them, apart from saying, oh, can you show us that you've had a negative COVID test, which you can fake, you can Mickey Mouse and all that sort of stuff. And then to walk in and all their staff who are amazing, it's not their fault. None of them have got PPE and none of them have got masks on. None of them are hand sanitizing before they touch a bag and put it in and in the next person hand sanitized. None of them are wearing gloves. And then they make you go and they make you walk around the hall. It's just it's just the most pointless exercise I've ever. And I think really they need to have a good look at themselves. But it would be. It would be bad if you sort of like clouded the whole weekend in what your experiences were for there because exactly so you know, you'll be now now you're looking at the positive stuff and exactly exactly and that's my point right it, it, it is what it is right there's nothing we can do about it and it doesn't matter if I rant and rave get angry upset whatever it makes no difference because what I don't want to do is take away any of it from anybody having a great time and that's the most important thing we're gonna. Charities are going to get a load of money from it, which is just amazing because, you know, just being destroyed. 
and we're back racing. People are going to have a great time. I hope that they don't do what they say and they get heavy with the spectators. I think that hopefully they'll show a bit of common sense in terms of, you know, that people I think are trying to respect the one spectator, but how you can differentiate between large groups and that, because they say they're going to move people on. It seems, and, it seems almost impossible yeah, to be able to police but, that really, doesn't it? I, I hope that's just them ticking boxes to get the insurance in place. And I hope they just we just have an amazing day. The weather's looking great. Everybody has a fantastic day there. Everybody's safe. Everybody crosses the line in one piece. And just and it's a memorable day for everybody. And I say, whatever mm. the reason you're running for, whether it be in the memory of someone because, you know, there's a charity close to your heart, whatever, I don't want to take anything away from that. I just want everyone to have the best experience ever. Because like Billy said, it is just the best thing to do in the world is to have the opportunity to run around and do the London Marathon. It really is. So, Billy, I'll ask you first. So when you're on the train or however you get into uh, Greenwich Park, you know, what's going through your mind as you're uh, waiting to go? Well, last year, oh, well, sorry, the year before now, isn't it? Um, I got, we got a cab with a captain, uh, Matty, who lives very close to me. Um, and you just sort of, if you can make your way there with someone, that's great because you chilled out. You're having a chat. You just think about all the 16, 17, 18 weeks of training you've done to get up to that. You've done all the hard work, and now the nice part comes. Yeah. You go along with that, Chris? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's that sort of, what's that saying, final lap and all that sort of business, isn't it? And, mm. um, you know, you see, what was it? Oh, I can't remember what it was. But basically, you just got to think about it as as another long run with, with a load of people that, you know, you're going to, all be, you know, trying to cross the line. You're going to have people cheering your name out there. And it's, yeah, it's the hard work, you know, was probably about three or four weeks ago, or no, probably about six weeks ago when you was at that part of that training where you was really hitting those big miles and your body's and your mind's turning around saying, you know what, pal, I'll do one. And you you bit down and you got it done. Do you know what I mean? And, you you know, you yeah. get through that stage, Wilco. You know yourself or your marathon train. You go through that period of time where you build those miles up and all of a sudden, your body's rejecting it. Mm. And then you come through the other side. And then, like Bill says, then you, you then get to do that, you know, that final lap of honour and, and just just enjoy yourself, really. Mm. What sort of things do you see at the start? You know, people, do you see other people getting stressed out? And Yeah. I think you know. there's nervousness, Bill. I don't know about you, but, you know, people, we're getting nerves. And stuff. I mean, nerves is a good thing. Nerves is, you need to take nerves and get turn it into a positive energy. I think you've got that 15-odd minute walk from Greenwich Station up, to, if you're doing Red Start. I know they switched all the starts around this year, but if you're doing the uh, Red Start, you've got about a 15-minute trek up what feels like Everest, doesn't it, Bill? Oh, uh, God. That yeah. hill. God, talk about stretch your hamstrings out before you get going. Um, I've really been up there, mate. I know exactly what And it's then like. you see people up the top still warming up. I'm like, oh, bleeding hell. Um, but, yeah, you get up the top of that. And then, yeah, you, you just – you well, that's why I started – that. I go back to my original point, I think, when we started all this, when I spoke about it. You know, that's one of the that's the reason why I started the 40 Rounds Running Community. Um, was because I was there on my Todd and and, and feeling nervous, feeling anxious, and and you know, doing a Toby and going to the toilet about 400 times, you know, and it was all that. And but everybody was all sitting around in the same boat, all everyday runners. I'm not talking about your elites or your guys who take it really seriously. I had one guy hammer me today that. I'm a jogger, not a runner, and all this. You know, love, love to, yeah, have a go at you. Do you know what I mean? All those sort of idiots mm. who think they know better. Um, but you see, normal people who've trained their guts out, done something amazing, gone through this whole process, but all sitting there, and we're all sitting there, nervous as hell, packing it basically. So I, that's why I bought the, everyone tried to bring or give people a place to come together and, and have some fun and turn that nervous mm. energy into fun and smiles and enjoyment. And like Bill says, go out and just have a good time with it. And and I think that's that's what you got to remember that it's not meant to be. It's, it's, not, it's it will be hard, but you want to try and enjoy it. You know, it's mm. it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for many. You know, so suck it up and, and enjoy it and, and embrace the anxiety and and you know and feel and use that energy to get. You and, know, and, you have, and you've spent sixteen weeks not comparing yourself to people, so don't compare yourself to people ten minutes before the off. Oh God, he's doing the stretches. He's doing. He's going off doing this. I should be doing that. You just got to do your own thing, and yeah, yeah. And I think Bill, I think it's a good point to talk about the start. You know, everyone says about the first three miles. I mean, you think 
Bill, when we did it last time, we probably we we both said we went off too slow. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, hindsight's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it? but looking back, we did go far too slow. But that's the five. That first five k, you've got to go really easy, and it, yeah. it, it'll pay dividends later on in the race. It shows up halfway, right? Your start, how you take the first three miles shows up halfway, and I think this year will be different because I do believe that effectively you will get there and you'll have a choice. You'll either be able to go like go left for a Jimmy, or go straight on and just go straight through and like start like a rolling start. You'll have a choice. Mm-hmm. I, I strongly believe that that they don't want you there. They want you on the course. And I think that congestion in which you get at the start of the usual race, Bill, you know, it's like you're fighting for position, aren't you? You're weaving in yeah. and out. Yeah. And, and I don't think you'll get any uh, as much of that. I think it, it will flow, hopefully, quite nicely from the start. So your first three miles should actually be easier to find that rhythm and to get that sort of knuckled down into that concentration because you won't have all that effectively ball ache of trying to get around people or not, or not getting people's way is the other thing because you always get some hero you know, who, who thinks he can take on the world from the first mile, get out of their way. Um, and, and I think I've got I've got a real good feeling that the first three miles, actually, you're going to be able to settle in, hopefully quite relatively easy, uh, into into your rhythm and into your pace. So you, you set yourself up in the right way to get you to mile 13, and, and then you can check yourself out. You know what I mean? I am, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I live not far. I live about a, a mile from Greenwich Park. And um, so I do quite a lot of running around uh, that area and the two, um, where the two starts before they converge, like I live virtually in the middle. So there are lots of parts there. And although I haven't done the race, I think people need to be aware that it does go up and down a bit. And mm. there also, you know, there's a lot of speed bumps and things like that. That's mm. something to look out for like, when you're yeah. going along the I mean, road. It's true. Could, it, Bill. We, we laugh and joke, don't we? Um, when we was going along about how flat it was, but it's not. It's, it is up. It's undulating is the right word for that three miles, isn't yeah. it, Bill? The first, the first, yeah, sort of two, three miles sort of go through Charlton, and it is sort of up and down, de- not up and down, but undulating is the exact right word mm. to call it. Yeah, it's it's not. It's not. You think everyone says London's flat, and it is. You know, I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's hilly, people, right? But it is a shock to some in that first three miles. I quite enjoy because it, it it flows. Um, and then you go down and then you're along onto the river. But once um, you're on Woolwich Road, then you're flat all the way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that first little bit, it is a little bit up and down, and, and it can catch again. If you've gone out, you know, crazy at the start, you're gonna you are gonna use a little bit more energy than you would. I've got to give a shout out to John for the super chat. Thanks, John. Appreciate all the support. Um, but yeah, you've got you you it will shock some people thinking that it is dead flat because. The first bit is not. It, it, it does roll, I would say. It does so you've got over the line and you've settled in. You've done a couple of miles and things like that. When it, when do you start thinking about your strategy? When do you start thinking about how you're going, you know, perhaps what sort of points you might be thinking about refueling and things like that? I've got it all worked out. Well, I know it now. I think anybody anybody who's, who's done it before probably. Now, Bill, if, if I said to Bill to run it, Bill, you'd probably know where you got to go and what you got to do, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know your oh, yeah, yeah. He's done it twice. He knows the points. But I think for anybody who's listening to the podcast or, you know, like watching it live on, on whatever platform Toby's finally managed to get us onto. Well done, Toby. Thanks for coming, by the way, today. Um, or if maybe you're listening at the bingo, because Al could have a cheeky little headphone in listening live. Yeah. Could be. Um, yeah, it's £10 a line. So best of luck, everybody. Well done, Al. Two little ducks. Um, but the... Um, yeah, it's the, you, uh, you should really have a strategy before you go out. You should know what you're going to do in the first yeah. three miles. You should know at which point you're going to fuel. Uh, you want to know where you're going to check yourself in. Now, that could be at mile six. That could be at mile 13. And when I say check yourself in, just, you know, how am I doing? Take a, take a moment. How am I feeling? How are my legs feeling? Where am I? Am I, am I ahead? Am I behind? Uh, do I feel good? Have I fueled? What's coming up? What's coming back? Give yourself, give yourself a checkup. Just say to yourself, and even if that's you know walking through a water station, that you do that. Um, just check yourself over. I, personally, I do it thirteen miles. <clears throat> Once we've crossed Tower Bridge, because you're like as high as a kite, aren't you, Bill? You go over oh, there, yeah. 
and you're going yeah, mental. Adrenaline kicks in. Yeah, absolutely buzzing. And then you clear that and then you hit halfway, the halfway signs on the right and then on the left. And you, that's where you kind of settle in. That's probably mm. the best place to check yourself out. You go past that, what was a, I think it was a VW garage or a Volvo garage on the right-hand side. And that's a really good place to sort of just check yourself over, give yourself a bit of a reality check, see how everything's cooking on and and, and where you're at in terms of, uh, in terms of everything. Because it, you want to know, What's achievable? Are you, you know, are you feeling good? So you carry on. You know, are, is it, are you struggling a little bit? Maybe it's time to back off a little bit for a couple, you know, okay, and then find your rhythm again or, you know what I mean? Or maybe, you know, you, you could be, you could be feeling absolutely amazing and, and, you know, you've got to then start thinking about, okay, when's the moment you're going to start putting on the rocket boosters? Mm. You know, if you're looking to negative split it. So it's a, it's a good opportunity uh, just after that tower bridge to, to check up. I think before you get there, you've got to make sure that. Like I did a video this week of, of and it was only a two-minute video, of all the different bits to check off as you're going around. You know, like we said, get the first three miles done, then you get yourself to Cutty Sark, which is you know ten k. We've got a water station out. Forty Runs has got a water station out, mile twelve this year. Alan's going to be there. I don't know whether they're going to bring his couch so he can sit on it with a blanket over him. Uh, but Alan's going to be there, so look out for him. He'll have he'll be the one with the sort of they have like helpers, don't they, from the home that they sort of take him out. Um, so he'll be there. So watch out for Al. You might give him a donation. You could probably throw money at him. Um, but yeah, at mile twelve, and then you you um, you've done Cutty Sark mile twelve, and then then you're onto the bridge. So there's a couple of checkpoints mm. to 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 look out for on the way round. But it's it's See, before I mean before we've got to um, you know if we're along the Woolwich Road, then Tower Bridge is quite a long way away. So if we're sort of like, once we get to, um, obviously there's a big spectator point at Cutty Sark. There's a lot of noise there. But after that, having run the big half, which takes on some of that course going the other direction, it's a bit of a quiet way. You're a little bit out of the way on the way to um, mm. Tower Bridge. It can be a bit bit of an anticlimax, I wonder, after that. Yeah, it's a bit pony, isn't it, Bill, Rand? It's all like residential, isn't it? It's all residential. You get a, I think you go along Jamaica Road, is it leading up yeah. to Tower Bridge? And that gets a bit busy and that gets quite loud. But, yeah, going around Surrey Keys, it, it can get a little bit like It's just that, a bit yeah. dull, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. There was a couple of pubs, Bill, wasn't it? Do you remember when it was going along and they were playing a few good tunes? Because I yeah, remember I dancing. Yeah, that must have been with... Life must have been good then. Must have no, been earlier than the race. Been, we was good. <laughs> that was before my hamstring went and you went off like a, a racehorse. Yeah. And smashed her life out of it. Surya McKellen, the actor, he's got a pub around there. Who has? And they're always shouting and hollering outside his pub. Who? Which geezer? Ian McKellen, mate. He's a famous oh, Shakespearean yeah. actor. He Gandalf. was in Gandalf. Yeah. Actually, I have to say, Wilco, you look a bit like Gandalf. With that sort of light shining down, you know, when well, he becomes the, to white, say. the white you know. wizard. You, we should rename Wilco the white wizard. Tone, can you? I oh, know. Don't point <laughs> asking Tone. He can't even get his live on Facebook. I um, think, yeah, I think we should, you know, we should cut our losses when it comes to uh, how much sort of technical uh, stuff we can do. Mark Sloan, my hero, has just made a extremely good point. A massive shout out to all the people who are doing the virtual. Everybody, those 15,000 people who have lined the pockets of the London uh, Marathon Events team, who have paid all their salaries for the next 16 years. Now, in all seriousness, Mark, you make a really good point. There's, there's going to be people out on the streets hammering out 26.2 miles. And again, for good causes, people. Um and and they, if you see people out, if you're not doing London, you know, maybe you're doing Manchester and big love to you guys or you did Brighton the other week or you might not even be doing a marathon. You did the Great North Run or you're, you're just doing Park Run and, and there's nothing just about doing that. That's an incredible thing that you're doing by just, uh, you know, getting out and running, whatever way, shape or form you're doing it in. But if you see someone out there busting out the, the virtual marathon at the weekend, toot your horn, drive slowly, save that fuel. Um but give them, give them some love uh, because we did that, didn't we? Uh, and uh, Bill, well, Bill came out and was kind enough with the captain come down to support me and Tobin. We did it, and and the support we got was we was going around the streets made a huge difference. And surely the weather's got to be better this year. Oh well, let's hope so, right? Because that was that was minging. That was that was that was terrible. So yeah, big love to all the all the virtual London marathoners, and it doesn't matter. 
what shape or form you're doing it, you know, whether you're doing half in the morning and, you know, cutting it up, whatever way you're doing it, you're still doing something awesome, which is, which is incredible. Yeah. So big love to all the, our virtual runners as well. So yeah, well done. Oh, Belfast Marathon is Sunday. So good luck, everybody doing Belfast. Be very interested to know how you get on. Let us know. Rate it next week. Come back on the channel and rate the Belfast Marathon out of 10. Yeah, we'd always like a good review because you never know. We might just We're stop on the train ranked, and pop over. We're highly ranked in Ireland, the Long Run Podcast. We are. are we? Yeah. I Don't might like make that today. up, but don't, no one to check it. <laughs> <laughs> but i tell you where we are highly rated. We're highly rated in the UK. Oh. Are we? As the podcast. We're, what is it? Was it fifth, fourth? Fifth. We're, the, we're now the biggest podcast uh, fifth biggest podcast in the world in London, England, UK, everywhere. So thank you to everybody who's been downloading us, listening to us, and um, supporting uh, what we're doing. So thank you very much. And oh, Chester Marathon, Chester Marathon is yeah, Donna Banks from Watford. She's doing Chester. So good so luck there to we her. Go. So good luck to all our Chester Marathon runners. Um, it's all happening. Oh, that's a good point. What Gemma's just said, Gemma George. Really interested to hear about the part of the back improves. Absolutely. What they did the other year, again, this this fits nicely into my love-hate relationship with London Marathon events, who I'm sure are going to want to sponsor the Long Run podcast soon because of the love they're feeling. But absolutely right. they What they did to those runners a few years back was, well, it's only one word to describe it, and that's disgusting, what they, what they put them through. When, you know, remember that? When we had people... Yeah, just remind people, mate. Tell people what happened. But, um, oh, if you don't remember, but yeah, there's people left at back. They were getting clean as sh- shout and abuse at them and, and all this sort of business. It was just it was just downright disgraceful. But anyway, we, as always, like I said earlier, we're focusing on the positives tonight. Um, and I really hope that they improve the experience for those incredible people that are out there for six, seven, eight hours. You know, I couldn't do that. In, I just couldn't do it. I just don't have the grit and determination that those heroes – have everybody says about how amazing you know all these elite runners who run 235 and you know and, and all this sort of stuff you know what the heroes are at the back right those people who can keep going for that sort of period of time honestly they're, they're amazing so i really do hope that they've sorted it out at the back because it you know it's, it's only right there's not you know this all this leaving it behind it just it just gets more my nerves as you could probably understand so fingers mm-hmm. crossed for everybody who's who, who's going to be busting it out so good luck to you guys as well where are we where are we and um, well we're coming up with tower bridge aren't we tower bridge yeah tower bridge. big highlight big bill be fair how good was it when me you captain ed cruised over there uh, it's i i it's probably the best part of the race apart from the finish it's the best part of the race yeah i wonder it's how it'll be this training. year I want, I, that is one thing i do because of the i know the big half's a funny old thing but i do wonder what do you reckon, Bill? Do you reckon it'll be the same? I do. I do. Yeah. I think people want to come out and, you know, I've been locked down for so long. I, I, I do think it'll be the same, yeah. I've got a serious question for you, though, Bill. Yeah. If I was running, when I'm running over, if I was running, when I'm running over on Sunday, right, would you, how much would you appreciate me calling you, right, on FaceTime and showing you what was going on and saying, ain't it a shame that you're not here? Well, how, how would you take that? I've solved that because I've blocked you till Monday. Blocked me. It's because it's. I There's mean, Wilco, what would you do this, if I did that to you? Uh, Wilco, what would you do? Well, I wouldn't be too happy, mate. But I've heard oh. somebody's got form for doing this sort of thing. There's, there's quite. There's, there's one person I know who, who who's done that when when somebody was on holiday and, and was missing the big half. Someone did that. I mean, you can't believe it, can you? you? You wouldn't want mates like that, would you? And it's not Alan for those. Alan doesn't know how to use a phone, people. There's no point asking Alan. So, Toby, any any input on that? Or are you still trying to get us on Facebook? No, I've given up with that. Ages ago, mate. <laughs> YouTube all the way. Oh, yeah, YouTube. No, I don't. I don't well, what, happens after, um, what happens after that bridge? <clears throat> oh, oh, he wants to move on finally. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, what York Marathon. There you go. Neil Dixon, uh, Wilco. Two weeks. He's going to be with you at uh, York. Yeah, two weeks to go, Neil. I hope it's going well, mate. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm, I'm getting there now. I've got my last double figure one tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, starting to ease up. And I hope training's gone well. And I look forward to seeing you there. Yeah, you'll see Gandalf there, Neil Dixon. Don't you worry about <laughs> I'll be bearded by the current tomorrow. <laughs> so we're at Tower Bridge. Now, we've crossed Tower Bridge. We've checked in with ourselves, haven't we? Yeah. We've checked in. We've fueled. You should you should have fueled by now, people. Remember, it's important to fuel. Um, it depends what strategy you're working on. Hopefully, please tell me you've got a strategy on your fueling before you're going out. Me, personally, I'll be I'll be taking something on every 45 minutes. Um, at the start of the race, then I'll get through that and then I'll slow it down. I, I load up in terms of calories, carbohydrate intake on the front nine, let's call it, uh, in term into a reference to golf, which we probably best not talking about. A hey, Wilco, no, uh, not just on the front nine. Um, but, um, yeah, you want to front load your, your, really your um calories so you don't um, you reduce the risk, let's say, of of bonking if that's the wrong word, um, but ever hitting the wall, even though a lot of that's in your mind. But yeah, I try and front load that. So hopefully you've taken on some fuel, you've crossed the bridge and you've fueled up and you're now on your way down Narrow Street. Look left because 40 Run Senior, the chairman himself, will be down Narrow Street with his little flag. He'll be there cheering you all on. So make sure you say hello to the chairman. He's had a he's had a good, uh, tough year. So he's looking forward to coming out and seeing us. So Give him some um, love. And the secretary, 41 secretary, will be with the chairman. So give them some love. They'll be on the left-hand side of Narrow Street. So uh, that's about 14 and a half miles they'll be at. So make sure you look out for those. And then, you, then you're heading out towards the god-awful place that is Mudshoot and Bermondsey and all that sort of way. Bill, take us through Bermondsey. That is, that's a rough part of the track, isn't it? Oh, and, and the clues in the ninth, but it does start to get very narrow around there, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it's, it's everything gets on top of you, doesn't it? Around everything there. gets on top. It's of quite you. a claustrophobic sort of place, isn't it? Yeah, my advice would be think about Canary Wolf. Just think about getting mm-hmm. to Canary Wolf because mm-hmm. it gets better after that. Yeah, I'll make you right on that. Just when you're up there, fifteen, sixteen miles, you, you've got you've got to get you've got to get out of that that area. Mud shoot. You turn left on that pub. Have a look on the video I did. You turn left, and then you can see Canary Wolf, but you've still got about a mile to go before you get into Canary Wolf. And that's where we sent you off, Bill, wasn't it? Yeah. Because my hamstring had gone. Um, Captain stayed with me because he'd done Brighton, so he was kind enough to keep an eye on me. And we sent Billy Boy on because we basically had Bill on reins for the first half because we'd gone slow. It was like chomping at the bit. So we sent him off, even though he argued and said he wasn't going to. We sent him off. And thank Christ So how was that, Bill? I mean, seriously, you know, when you've been running around with the boys, you know, you've done 15, 16 miles with them, you know, and then they've... There's an issue, and you're raring to go, and they've let you go. How did you sort of adjust to that by doing it on your own? I just said to myself at the end and went. Uh, no, uh, what happened <laughs> was the year before, um, I had an awful race. It was, the, <laughs> it was the really hot one. Yeah. And my race fell apart from probably halfway. So I had sort of unfinished business. So I, I sort of had to put that right. Um, mm. And when Foley started to struggle, I didn't really want to leave him. Um, the captain said, just go, you know, you're quite strong, just go. And and I went and it was, you know, put right the wrongs from the year before. He smashed it. The boy, and honestly, when we... So that, was, that became real motive, that, the big motivation then is sort of like, now's my time, I'm rearing to go, I'm in the mood, I'm in yeah, the zone. Yeah, the training had gone perfect. Um, you know, I had quite bad memories of the year before, so I just wanted to right the wrongs, you know. And I tell you what, Wilco, when, when he, I remember we crossed the line and um, it, it looked like he ain't done nothing. Honestly, yeah, he was such a good form. He looked like he ain't done nothing. So it just shows you that first that first half where we, we didn't pace it well. I mean, he, I reckon Bill could have gone sub four at that, that marathon. He was in that good a shape, mentally and physically. We basically, we well, the captain, I blame the captain because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> um, we can't, <laughs> no, we could blame Alan. That's easier, isn't it? Because he can't hear us. <laughs> And he won't know. How to, he doesn't know how to listen to Spotify, so we'll blame Al. Um, but basically, he got we got it all wrong in the first on the front nine. And, and honestly, Bill, he could have done that sub four, I think, with his eyes closed. He was 
It's, it, it, we, turn, we we finish, we sit down. Honestly, you look like you ain't done nothing. It's, you know, I will get on to when you cross the line later, but seriously, it, 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 it look like you ain't done nothing. But yeah, so like Bill says, you then you you pretty much you turn into Canary Wharf, and you know that's that's basically your point you want to try and get to if you can. Yeah, that's a bit. So it's a, a area, I think. The excuse of pun, it's a big landmark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is because not only do we have, you know, members of families from 40 runs. And if you are doing it this year, you know, look up the left hand side by the HSBC building. We've not got an official cheer station. We've uh, I've you know, we've we've got people dotted about Karen and Kate and that. They've said that they'll put some little bits and bobs out on the course, which is really kind. As always, those people are incredible. Big shout out to Paula Frost as well for organising the the volunteer um, station as well. But we've got people dotted out. But we do have people, usually our our big cheer station is at Canary Wharf and it's about mile 19 on the left-hand side and it usually makes a hell of a racket. But it won't be there this year because we don't want to be the the club that people focus on and say, oh, you know, look at all them idiots. Because you can imagine, there's always going to be some clever so-and-so who decides to take a disliking to us because we try and be, you know, a bit different to everybody else out there. So there's a lot of these sort of people about. It. So we've deliberately said, you know, let's just try and try and keep everybody safe. Let's do, you know, the right things. One spectator to, you know, one runner, and do what we can, you know, in line with all the guidance and, and be the best that we can. So um, yeah, so that's why we've not done a cheer station. But at the same time. It usually on a normal race, that's where we'd be. So there will be along there people shouting for 40 runs. So look along there. If you are struggling up at mile 19, which can be a bit of a struggle for some, if you've not fueled it right, or maybe, you know, you went off a little bit quick or you got a bit lively at mile 13 because you thought, hang on, I feel good here. Don't worry, there's going to be some support there. Look for it on the left-hand side. You'll you'll find some love as you, as you go through Canary Wharf. Look, look to Canary Wharf as like a, a safe place when you're out there. Definitely when you're in mud shoot. I've got a name for another name for mud shoot, but I'm not going to say it because I, I I fear that our younger listeners may take offence. But you can imagine, think of mud shoot and what else you could sort of make a name for it. But it's it's yeah, it's, it's a naughty word. But it's an once you get out of that mess, look to look look to what's that place? Uh, and that's because we've gone Lord of the Rings because of you, Wilco. I'm thinking, what's that sort of that elf place where they all go? Oh, I don't know. Can we put it in the comments? Does anybody know in, in the comments that place where, where Ganda, all the elves live and they go there and they feel awesome um, and everybody lives for about a million years? That's, that's basically cool. what Canary Wharf is. I can't remember. So that's actually, if you're around there then and you're sort of like 18 and a half, 19 miles, that's a good point because lots of people, I've had lots of people telling me that because I'm, I'm doing my first marathon, you know, 20 miles is halfway. That's when the hard work starts. Well, no, they say 20 miles is when the race starts, is effectively what they say. So, yeah, it's a Canary Wharf's a good place because not only, as you say, you know, tongue in cheek, it is a landmark place. It's a, it's a big place. You're you're pretty much, you know, turning for home. Um, it's at that, you know, that area which is sort of quite a way out from where you've got to finish. So if you can get to Canary Wharf and you're still in relatively good shape, you know, okay, I've got a clear Canary Wharf, go past McDonald's. I've got a faff about down the bottom a little bit. Uh, Rivendell, Ben Lewis Lander wins the prize. Good job, bruv. So that's where Wilco's going to be this weekend. Um, The White Wizard. Uh, But yeah, no, you you faff about down the Isle of Dogs for a bit and all that. And or now the other side, all around Poplar and all that. And then, you know, that's where your 20 mile sign crops up is at Poplar. And then, and then all of a sudden you're thinking, right, this can go one way or the other here. I'm either going to be walking for six miles, <laughs> which I've done, or like Bill, you're going to be having it large, aren't you, Bill? Through those tunnels. Yeah. And that's a, it's nice coming through the tunnels. You, you think it's of... nice. That's, that's surprising because some, some people say they're awful. But yeah, like, you get like, very. You, you tell us what what is it like if you're feeling good. What's it like going through them? If you're feeling good and you're feeling strong, you hit the tunnel. It's a little bit of a a little bit of a break from all the shouting and all the noise, and you can sort of focus a little bit. And there's quite a few tunnels along there. Um, 
sort of three or four, not not great in length, but when you're feeling strong, it, it's it's a really nice place to be. You know, then I suppose you crop, you pop out. Well, you hit, you go through the city, don't you? You you pop out, you pop out down. Now I'm going to get this wrong, Wilco. You probably know it's better than me. Is it Upper Thames Street down the bottom? Not down sure. Yeah, down Tower not. Hill. Yeah, um, and you're bit going, where you go down the. Yeah, it's, yeah, down, down, it's, it's, it's something like that. And basically, you're going along the bottom of the city, isn't you? Yeah. And, and then you're heading Before along you there. Before you go on to the embankment. Yeah, and basically, you hit the embankment. Once you hit the embankment, people, you've basically got, for argument's sake, 5K to go. You know, we, we, you know, I think it is 23 odd miles. You, you, or it's the city 23. No, the city's 23 miles. But basically, you come out. As soon as you see that London eye, people, right, on your left, just think to yourself, I'm nearly there. And don't do don't do what everybody says and go, it's only a part run left, because that will be no help to you whatsoever. And if anyone says that to you, you'll probably feel like chinning them, and you shouldn't do that, because it's, <laughs> it's not what we're about on 40 rounds. But you probably, However. Feel like, you probably feel like doing it. But, no, some clever so-and-so – We'll turn around and say it feels like it's only a part on the left, but it's um, uh, is that an actual 5k or your measurement of 5k? Oh, Sabrina, she's why aren't you why aren't you carb loading, Sabrina? This is three katsus in a night, um, but yeah, so the uh, you've got about you've got about three miles to go. As soon as you see that London eye, you know that Big Ben is going to be showing his big head at some point. He's, I think he's still behind scaffolding, isn't he? Has anybody been in London? Yeah, it has been for quite some time, yeah. Yeah, and they need to sort that out because it's a lovely sight when you see Big Ben. Um, but he's <laughs> built, doesn't he? He seems to say he seems to say miles away forever. Ah, oh, yeah, it seems it? to be miles and miles and miles, man. And all of a sudden, it just comes right up on you. Yeah, he's, but you uh, are getting closer to it. I promise. You're there, and then you hit that, and you're 25 miles. So you know, 25 miles. You turn right there through Westminster. You go down that road, can I, you know, on the you're going round. Is it St James's Park? Is it St James's uh, mm. by Bucky Palace? Um, Birdcage Walk. <coughs> I can't remember the Sorry, name. Sorry, can I just but... say something, Chris? Um, that running guys just said, if I was to get off at North Greenwich Tube, approximately, what would the walk be? If you got off at North Greenwich Tube, the walk would be about an hour and a half. Don't get off there. Yeah, I've got. You've got to go Greenwich Station, bruv. Yeah, you've Greenwich got to go to actual Greenwich, the railway station. Yeah, um, yeah, which are doing services out of well, they do the Kent sort of services and um, out of London Bridge. So if you're on the tube on the Jubilee line, which goes through um, North Greenwich, get to London Bridge and then come back on yourself, or go to Canary Wharf and get on the DLR. But the DLR might be busy, so just mind. You yeah, are. well, I mean, it's all uh, going to be busy. It's, more, it's just the way it's. But please don't go. Please, everybody, if you do one thing on Sunday, don't get off the tube at North Greenwich thinking you're going to be in Greenwich Park because you ain't. Yeah, you're going to have to a few more miles to do. Um, where yeah. was it? Oh, yes. Yeah. So what's the name of that park on the right hand side by Buck Palace? Is this in James's Park? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, so I was right. And then you start seeing the, your your markers, you start seeing um, 800 meters, didn't you, Bill? 400. Yeah. And then is it is it 400 meters? And then you turn into Buckingham and you see Buckingham Palace, isn't it? You turn, see Buckingham Palace, and above you, there's the bridge, and it says 280 yeah. St. Yards to go. Yeah, something, something silly. And then you and then you're literally going around, and then that's it. And then the, the the next two to three minutes, you won't remember what you've done uh, because that is just a blur. Um, and then you'll cross the line, cry, probably. If you're a human being, you'll cry. Um, and um, I think this year, this year is going to be weird because usually you then have just this a mass of amazing volunteer people who are there. And they're just saying well done and checking on you and just they're just the most incredible, sensitive, beautiful people that, you know, when you just they're just amazing people because you're feeling a bit sorry for yourself. You've just gone through the emotion of completing 26.2 miles and there's just these incredible people. there waiting to see you. and They're just a friendly face and they're picking up people who may be feeling not so great. And they may and there's people there, you know, who may be in trouble and they're, they're helping them out. And, and that, that's incredible. And then usually they then. Give you your medal, um, tell you where to go. You get your bag. You get well. You get some bananas and some other junk, um, and then you get they get you get given a some tut that you just throw, which is leave it's nice and sustainable. Won't go into that. Um, 
and then you go through and then some amazing person on the van on the lorry sees you before you see them and they go here forty, bosh have some of that chuck the bag at you and then you're done um, and then you go and meet whoever you're meeting but this year i think and i may be wrong and i'll probably be proven wrong but i think that there'll still be some incredible volunteers at the finish but they'll probably not want to go anywhere near you and because uh, that's probably what they've been told they will direct you to a crate or some crates where the people will be giving out your bags that have already got the medals in because we've seen that happen. Um, and then they'll be probably told to leave as quickly as possible, please. They'll be like, yeah, just just go. Just just leave us. Out in um, London. And I think and I think that's I think that's probably what, what how it will all work. They, I'm guessing they don't want anybody hanging around and that kind of stuff uh, in large crowds is is what well that's that's what they're saying to people, but whether they do that, I, I, I don't know. But I think the experience will be different to what Bill and I have had before, you know, because, you know, what, what I mean, how did you feel when you crossed the line? I mean, what were those people, you know? Oh, you, you just feel amazing, the sense of elation and, and what you've achieved. And then, you know, you just see some people, it's, it's a great feeling, but like you say, it's probably going to be a little bit different this year. It's going to be weird. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a strange. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be one we're gonna remember, I think. Actually, in all seriousness, um, you know, going through all this, this stuff that we've all had to, to, to go through, I think. And it doesn't matter whether you're doing, you know, Chester, Belfast, whatever. I think uh, it will be a different experience um, to what you know necessarily used to, or maybe you've not done a marathon, you won't, you won't necessarily feel the. But the full marathon experience, if that makes any sense, of that person putting that medal around your neck, it is. It sounds when you think about it, it sounds kind of pathetic and kind of like you're thinking, well, you know. But actually, the achievement, and when somebody puts that around you, it's a special moment, you know, of that accomplishment. Especially in the marathon, the London Marathon, when you when you cross that line in that iconic. Uh, setting that you're in in Buckingham Palace on the mail and, and that lot and, and you know and it's a major and, and somebody's there incredible person and you know they put that around your neck and you know they say well done to you it's it's, it's very very mm-hmm. satisfying and emotional and and that taking that out is going to be it's going to be something different I think um so that's I think we'll talk about that we'll probably talk next week when we do our last London marathon thing. Yeah, we're not going to after that. After that, right? So everybody on the, uh, uh, now you, if you're you won't be listening to this on Facebook because Toby cocked it all up tonight and didn't do his job properly because he was too busy eating three katsu curries at Liverpool Street Station this week. But if you're if you're basically after next week, this is a pre-warning to everybody. After next week we are not talking about the London Marathon, okay? I will not utter the words London Marathon, unless my friends at London Marathon Events want to sponsor the show, which I'm sure they probably do. They're gagging to sponsor this oh, show. Oh, then we'll mention them quite a bit. Ah, we'll we mention as much as they want. But yeah. until after that, we are not discussing or talking about that. We are going to be talking about everything else outside of the London Marathon. But we, we do want to talk about it this week because um, I think it's quite an iconic thing to return to. Like when we did the Great North Run, yeah. Um it's one of those um that now I by the way, about... sorry, Wilco, can I just say if anybody's running the New York marathon, right? Can they get in touch via the email, which is um it's <laughs> longrunshow at gmail.com. Oh he got it, and I just I'll just tell the listeners now. Uh Wilco did write that down before we went live to remember it. So he he's not technically remembered that. He's cheated. So um I've yeah, just been so efficient, mate. He's been efficient. So if you yeah, if you are if you are uh, gonna be doing New York Marathon, can you get in touch uh to uh what is it? Long long run show long at, run gmail. show at gmail.com. And you never know, by then we may have remembered the email address. I wouldn't bet on it though. I doubt it. But uh, that is a that is a promise. Mm-hmm. After after next week, no more London Marathon talk until probably December Christmas. when we start, we've got to all start again. No, December we don't have to, do we? Oh, no, it's October. Yeah. Until when is it? July. Yeah. Oh, that seems a long way away, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about um, FOMO because there's going to be lots of people watching the telly wishing they were there. Now, how yeah. would you cope 
In your experience, Chris, like when we went to do the, uh, you said you were suffering from bad FOMO when you um, when we all went and did the Great North Run the other week. How would you? Um, have you got any sort of suggestions of how people can cope with uh, not being yeah, there? I, I, I would not let your mates ring you when they're running over Tower Tower Bridge. Personally, if if they did that, I would then go to their house and burn it down. Um, yeah. But yeah, now apart from that, and I, if it was me, right, and I wasn't running London this year because I was meant to do the virtual, and then we was lucky enough to get a a physical place. Um, I planned to run another event. Is <laughs> what, what one way of getting out of it. Yeah. I think the other way is just to embrace it. I think uh, you know, get get all your friends and family, whoever's whoever's running, get their numbers, um, and, and follow them, and just get involved, watch it on the TV, and and, and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes it's worse. The big half, I watched it, and I was uh, I was fully spotting on the TV. Mm. And me and the girls, we were fully spotting. We saw Helen and, and all those guys, and we, we was looking out for everybody. So I I went the other way. But when I I turned my phone off on the Monday. Was it the, yeah the Monday because all the you know the medals and and, and that that yeah but that's that, all happened then that's not the fear of missing out that's the fear of you've missed out you know that's yeah, just that, one of those that, things that, you just got to put that behind you yeah that was I just it. think I just think that you can use it as a inspiration for your own hopes and your own aspirations um and some try and be something that you want to do to encourage yeah. you to put yourself in yeah, the ballot yeah. have yeah. a go or um get in touch with a charity if you really fancy doing it. Or something that I think a lot of people, which I think is a shame, a lot of people seem to think that there's only one marathon in this country. Oh, yeah, it does. I know. You talk I, about, I've heard a lot of stuff on the radio, like general radio and things like that today. Who's do, If you're doing the marathon, it's not the marathon, it's the London marathon. There's loads of others. I'm going to York to do one myself. You know, people absolutely. are going to Manchester, people are in Belfast this weekend. There are other ones about. So if you wanted to test yourself, trying to do 26.2 miles. You don't have to do it through the streets of London. You can do it something locally, and it's yeah. no less an achievement, Absolutely. and it's a great time. You know, it's a great opportunity to really test yourself and um, go on from yeah, there. You I, know? Couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I could, I mean, Bill, when we did Chelmsford, we had a great time, didn't we? Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. I absolutely loved it. To be honest, I, I'd love parts of it just as much as London. Yeah, uh, we we, we loved it when when Tobes all right Tobes spent most of the time looking at a, a Portaloo, but Dawney with with Alan, you know, running around there uh, and worrying about poor old Tobe. We um we had we had a great time, and and there's so many, you know, I can't wait um uh to uh, Russell, uh, you know, if he does um, go where he says he's going to go, you know, we go and do. One down in uh, Newport, go and do the Newport Marathon, or mm. you know, go like we're all going up to Scotland next year to do Edinburgh. Yeah, we're going to Edinburgh next year. Yeah, we're all heading up there. You know, there's there's so many amazing places to um, to go around. Yeah, and I make you right on that. You know, everyone says, "Oh, the marathon." It's not. It's not. You know, and they all get excited about it because there's so much money involved. In it. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, it's it's not the be all and end all, people. I know we've been battering on about it on the air for forever but um yeah it's not the be all and end all and it doesn't matter if you don't fancy doing a marathon who cares do whatever you want do what makes you happy don't worry Absolutely. about it you're doing great, less of a runner just because you ain't run 26.2 miles makes no difference at all honestly just uh just get out there and enjoy it um i do want to say because there were some people asking me will go it's all right with you i know you've yeah, got to get on, back man. out and fight some elves and some other orcs and stuff back in rivendale um, but I think it's worth talking about a little bit just quick because I, I appreciate the time. I've just seen it, and Alan will tell us off next week when he gets back from bingo. Uh, is what to do after the marathon? I think is a, is a yeah. topic just to touch on briefly. I know, Bill, as a finely tuned athlete yourself, what? what do you do in terms of after the marathon apart from getting hammered? Get hammered, that's always a good thing. Um, <laughs> a lot of people think. After you finish, sit down. Well, I personally think that's the worst thing you can do. Because once you sit down, the legs go stiff and you're trying to get back up again to nightmare. Just active recovery. Slow walk. Get your bag. Have a slow little walk to the pub if necessary. But just don't sit straight down because you go stiff as a board. Yeah, you, you need... At, 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 the two words Bill said there, the most important are active recovery. And that active recovery needs to go on 
not just the, when you finish, but for, you know, for the weeks afterwards, you've got to get that marathon out of your legs. And the easiest way to get that marathon out of your legs is, is effectively to walk it out of your legs. Um, I think that, that it's a shame he's not on. I say he's drinking sherry and playing bingo, but you know, on the Hanson plan, I'm sure they say that you, you don't, there is a formula they use, but it's about two he, weeks. He was saying the other week that you should, um, you should have a day off for every uh, mile that you run. That's it. Something like that. So effectively they take a couple of weeks off um, in the Hanson plan, but there is a lot to be said for that. I think you've got to, you know, listen to your body, but at the same time, I, Strong believer, like what Bill said, you know, walk the marathon out of your legs, you know, do a few gentle little trots up and down, get in the pool, do a bit of this, bit of Pilates, you know, do a bit of yoga, whatever low impact that you can do to aid speed up that recovery, really. Uh, You've got to drink like a fish. We know how important hydration is, you know, get yourself water. Yeah, well, get get yourself (laughs) some, um, get yourself some. Get yourself some, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's put me off you, Wilco. Get yourself, <laughs> get yourself a sports massage, but only a couple of days after that, those muscles repair a little bit. But get yourself maybe a sports massage and get yourself put back together again. Um, but just ease yourself back in. Don't don't rush. You know, you, you've, earned, you've earned the right to take a couple of weeks off if that's what you feel like you need to do. Because it's not necessarily the physical but it's also the the mental side of things of what you got and 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 honestly and Alan I'm you know I'm mucking about here but next week when when he's back uh on the show talk about you know post marathon blues because it is a real thing post marathon blues is a real thing a lot of people get run down they get the flu you know they get they get in the right old state uh, and we're going well, I think actually it's one of the things we should talk about next week and on a serious point oh yeah just wait the mic um, but on a serious point, it is to talk about it because it is a real thing, post-marathon blues. And it's it's the same, I think we saw it, um, I think Lisa was talking about it the other week, when she says about the Great North Run, I've lost my mojo. And after mm-hmm. a big race like the Great North Run, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about the marathon or whether we're talking about, uh, you know, the Great North Run or, or whatever whatever it is that you're you're doing, there is always some form of come down. And we, you've got to manage that. And the best way to manage that is to be active and, and to be positive um, and to talk to people and let you, uh, and, you know, about it. Tell everyone that you've done the marathon. Tell everyone, you know, and, and just, you know, enjoy it and bring, you know, suck in what you've done. But I think the best way, is, as always, is to try and book something else up and focus, focus on your next goal, whether it be a Christmas 10K. I know Fletch is organising a, a, a meet-up at the Olympic Park 10K on the 18th of December. Um, that's going to be great. We're going to try and get as many people along to that as we can. Um, but, yeah, book something book something in that you, you want to do and, and give yourself some focus. Or, you know, just say to yourself, I haven't done part run for months. I'm going to go and do my first yeah. part run because I don't have to train for a marathon or, or long distance this, this week. I'll tell, so I'll, just... I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. After, I mean, I've still got another couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to getting out on the trails. I'm looking forward because I'm doing a lot of road running, A to B, you know, going out and backs and things like that. I'm looking forward to just going out in the fields, losing myself, you know, going through the woods and stuff like that. That's just cool. something different. Yeah, you must have read my wine, Wilgo, because I was driving back um, tonight. I was I was coaching out in Hartford. And we came round the backs because I didn't want to get stuck in all the fuel queues. Mm. And um, fine. oh, uh, big shout out to uh, Raid Happy Joggers in the house. Um, but yeah, I came back through basically Broxbourne Woods where I took Toby up there and got him lost and soaked and, and that lot. And I, I thought exactly the same thing. I can't wait to get back out here um, mm. and hit those trails. I think, I think Tobe, I think after, because we've got to run up that mountain, haven't we? I think after we get London done, I've got Royal Parks. Uh, this next Sunday, I've got a busy weekend that weekend, but we've got Royal Park. Yeah, so remember, folks, take two weeks to ease your way back in. Mm. You know, don't go mad. <laughs> do a bit of Pilates, you know, yeah. do a bit of stretching and everything. Alternatively, you could do a high-profile half marathon the week after, and the week after that, climb up the biggest mountain in Wales. Yeah, you could. Oh, no, not climb, run. Well, it's still climbing, isn't it? Yeah, it's still technically climbing. Yeah, so yeah, just a, a word of advice there. Don't listen to anything that comes out of my mouth, which hopefully you've all learned by now, <laughs> is not to listen to anything that I say and just listen to Gandalf the Grey, or White, sorry, tonight, <clears throat> or Billy. I think they're the two. 
And whatever you do, do not get Toby in, in charge of any sort of technical no. work, you know, anything to do with like events, online, virtual stuff, planning, producing content, anything like that that involves him actually, you know, delivering on what you want on, on an online sort of platform. What, what would you say to that, Tove, as we close the show? I, I think it's a good job. But it's not part of my day job, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's crack a bit like you don't do that for a day job. Um <laughs> <laughs> Wilco, I, I do think we need to probably wrap it up. I want to get, I would say, I want to get Bill, if you don't mind, Bill, to come back on because we have not touched on Billy's journey at all because we've been no. rattling on about all sorts of nonsense. Um, Bill, if you'd be up for that, we'd love to have you back on, brother. I'd love to come back on. I've enjoyed we've it. We've got really to have him on proper. With the, with, with the old boy here as well, uh, yeah. we'll get William out because there'll be loads. If, if Tobe can get it right... And actually, get us on Facebook. There'll be a lot of questions for the um, for the for the uh, celebrity that is. Yeah, so we'll get in touch with your agent, Bill, and see if we can sort something out. Yeah, I'd love to. We'll make sure it's not the same night as the Brits or the Oscars or something. Corn, you you know, you have a clash in your diary. I'd rather do this much more. Oh, you're good. We like you. My guy. My guy. Cheers, Bill. Thanks ever so much for coming. Thanks sharing for your experience in London. Wish you well with the uh, wish you well with your recovery, mate. And we'd look forward to seeing you back yeah, after the really soon. Cheers, oh, Fordy. Okay. Wish you all the best for Sunday. Yeah, Have a great just... time. Just remember what you always say. Just go out and enjoy it. Same yeah. to you, Toby. I would say, you know, we'll see you next week, but um, we'll have to have a meeting about that and discuss yeah, that. I think, uh, To be honest, to... Guru2025 has put, put the gauntlet out there, mate. Um, Ford, it's your turn next week. What, what am I doing? You do the technical next week. It's been voting. We have, should we have a poll? We, no, I think. Well, first yeah, let's put a poll out. Do they like the new intro? Right, that took. I mean, that took a lot, a lot of minutes to do. Also, they've not seen the new lightning round graphics that we've got. That again took seconds to put together. That took a lot of hard work to those seconds. And the new outro is going to be incredible. Yeah. I think actually, I could step up to producer. Mm-hmm. We could. We could. We can make you tea, boy. Oh, do you think I'll get that right? Nah. I don't think. <laughs> no, what do you think? Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll but then what, what would Al do? Because Al, Al has to drink tea for a straw, doesn't he? Because of his, his dentures. You're having a lot of issues there, aren't you? So I've just got to say to everybody, thanks ever so much for joining. Cheers, Billy. Thanks for coming along, mate. Thanks, Cheers, Cordy. Thanks, Toe. And we shall, um, if you've... Um, Hopefully, you'll be able to pick this up somewhere on Facebook or um, we'll post it out somewhere and you can pick it up. But if not, you can always download it on um, Spotify or Apple or Amazon or wherever you get your podcast. Come find us under the long run and um, take us on your long run this week, whether it's in London or you're on your virtual, whatever you're doing. Wish you all the very best and we shall see you back here on YouTube, hopefully on Facebook as well. You never know. It's 7 o'clock on next Friday. So I wish you all the very much of luck for the weekend and we shall see you next week. Toad, run the new credits. <laughs>